What's going on, everybody? This is Harmon from the Six Green Apples this is podcast. The third take. I hope you're well. I hope your fares are in order. It is 2020. It's the third take. It's the third take. <laughs> but I hope you're well. I'm still a little bit under the weather. It's been like 10 days. I've been trying to not take any medication, but clearly this is not working. So tomorrow I'm going to probably have to go, you know, hit up a doctor of some go sort. To the, go to the walk-in When the last time clinic. you went to your family doctor? I don't think my family doctor knows that I exist anymore. Like I just go to walk-ins and deal Yo, with my, all that stuff. My doctor is at a walk-in clinic. Yeah, That's it's rough, up. man. It's rough. But um, so outside of that, man, how are you? How you living? Uh, what are you saying, man? How was your holidays? What are you saying? I had to go through like six days max of mm. vacation sprinkled between Christmas or right before Christmas to New Year's. So like you, six days mixed in. Yeah. You know what I would say? I would say like the hype and the vibe is so ill until Christmas. And then after that, that span between that time and New Year's is just so dreading. You know what's funny too? I call it Christmas. I don't say happy holiday or as much I, Nobody cares. Happy holidays, Christmas. Well, no one's do, sad about the it. Thing is, is that I don't like, think so. I think people get shook when it comes from me, and I wish people Merry Christmas because they're like, oh, "Okay, I can say it because you're saying it." But do you think that was like an agenda by like immigrants to be like, "Oh, you're not including us"? I think some people did. I don't think so, man. And I the can, only thing, hold on, can I introduce? The only thing that I think was a little bit extra. I grew up singing Christmas songs jesus christ songs in public school yeah. doing all that stuff and i didn't really understand that this wasn't like good or bad or like we're not inclusive you just kind of did it so i can understand that like some of the content needed to be like you know you add more content add like hanukkah dreidel songs more of that stuff some other stuff i don't know what else you would do like i don't think you should neuter celebration i think you should celebrate what they are but the truth of a lot of that stuff is that they just neutered it all and so nothing really has any like quote unquote religious or spiritual or your emotional kind of value it's just like consumer culture here you go buy a present everybody enjoys santa etc et so you remember when we recorded the last podcast at my place and i was like okay it doesn't look like i'm doing anything but i was like writing christmas cards to give the customers and yeah, give yeah, clients. yeah 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 funny thing is one of the one of the box of cards that said you know merry christmas yeah but i was like writing it to like people and i'm like okay well they're iranian should i say Merry Christmas. Even though the card already says it, do I say Happy Holidays? You Happy do New both. Year? Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Well, the card, the card already said Merry Merry Christmas, right? So if yeah. I write Happy Holidays and whatever, yeah, it's just both. But like, it was a it was such a challenge because I'm writing these cards. I'm like, can I say Merry Christmas to this person? Do I not say it? Like, mm-hmm. I felt it because I'm like, man, I don't know how people. Some people might like react. I don't to think it. anybody cares. I think this is like a fake, I think they don't You're fake right. news. Kind of like everybody's mad. They're getting rid of Christmas. Oh, we have to defend. I don't think anybody's I actually think, been pissed. But about I think any of this everyone stuff. is super is hypersensitive now because you don't. It's almost like. It's, you're trying to give someone a daps or you're trying to give them a handshake you want to daps them he's like oh merry christmas like let me dap you up no, yeah, no, no, yeah no, but, merry christmas. but if you say merry christmas and happy holidays what you're doing is you're shaking their hand and you're giving them a hug so it's both you know what i mean like no one just shakes someone's hand we ain't in that culture anymore we in the culture where you give them the hate uh sorry give them the hug the embrace and the handshake at the same time so you do everything again i i had some people though where i was like oh happy holidays to me i'm like yo merry christmas yeah but you do both that's <laughs> no stupid. they said happy holidays to me i know i know but i, I know, said it to them and then they were like oh yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah, merry christmas, christmas happy holidays is great happy new year's happy like i don't really know what else there is to celebrate during this time kwanzaa yeah but that's like a fake thing that they made up that the people didn't really roll with so like it's not fake it's, it it's is real it's i mean real. everything's made up someone decides to make culture but i'm saying the people who made that culture or the people that it was for didn't 
continue on with it because that idea, that vibe wasn't like continued on. So anyways, I'm, I'm just glad that like, you know, I, the, the holidays are over because yeah, I was a little bit of too much family. Yeah. Too much family, man. You know, the thing about that is that like a lot of the times you're just like with these people and the thing about funny thing about families that you don't connect with them. So it's like, I'm seeing these people I'm not really like having conversations or connecting with them. And I think that's for a purpose because I'm not trying to like, you know, start up too much nonsense, but it's like the same thing over and over. And then you'll have the one grandma who's talking shit and like, and it's like, you have to deal with her four or five times. It's like, yo, what is all this? But you don't see your cousins often. I do. A few. I see them enough. I see them But then enough. don't you have like enough conversations where that shouldn't but feel like But it's not. It's, there's always an, it, there's always a third party. There's like a, football game or basketball game or there's like something else happening to connect us it's not the other, us individuals the other thing we play like board games we play like that kind of stuff no, no, the other thing i was gonna say is like like you used you, you see sahil a lot you talk sure, to him yeah, right yeah, yeah. but how is sahil when he's with mad family? weird i don't want to chill with him during family time yeah so my point <laughs> i'm trying to make is like like i like him as a friend as my cousin you, who's my friend rather than a person who's in do like, you find that like when him and you and Babu and, and your sister get with all family. It's almost like your personal life is checked at the side and like you guys all act kind of a little bit differently in inclusion with family. I think that in order for me to get along, I have to kind of give up who I am and kind of just go with the flow. And what that is, is that it's like an ego check and it's also like an, um, an expectation check. Right. So like you have to kind of like take mad little L's. And it, that's what family is. It's like you go there and there's going to be 17 little L's that you got to take that you normally wouldn't tolerate in your normal life. And like sometimes discussions, sometimes habits, sometimes the way people present or communicate the things they talk about get super annoying. And like you either hold your tongue or you communicate what your issues are, but either way you don't win. You see, know what I'm saying? And so it's like tough to kind of navigate. But, you know, see, that's I, how it is for me. How was it for you? Hold on, but but to that point... I think it's weirder when you take that same family element yeah. and now they see you in a different setting. So like your I, own setting. Yeah. Like, so I've, I've been in situations where, you know, my cousins come in and I'm like hung out or like come by and I was with my friends and it's like, Oh shit. Like you're my cousin, you're my older cousin, but like you're seeing me in this light now. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So it's more like when you have a friend circle and then your cousins join that versus family circle. or work circles work circle. or different things like it's weird when when that family element comes in yeah. to that yeah. um because again you when you're with your family you you act a certain way you are a certain way and then it's like they see you in a different element well, in a different light and it, i find that kind that's of what i'm talking about when you're with your own element other people join you're not taking any l's you're with yeah. your friends you're doing what you're supposed to do you're not necessarily like like submitting to like the greater quote-unquote family thing but i find myself having to do that way more than i would like right and so this time of year when like all of it is like attached and like all of it's here and it's just too much i think and i found myself being super irritated irritated like towards like you know the new year and that kind of stuff so it's nice now that everybody's kind of out of your hair for a bit and you get to do your own thing and reset and plus man the food it's not even good at one point. At one point, it's just like you're just consuming stuff where you're like, what am I doing Man, to myself? For me, it was since Canadian Thanksgiving, yeah. I haven't really been trying to eat as healthy. Yeah. And been... in December was like 
the worst because it was like such a sugar yeah. filled month so like since the volley like getting chocolates that you know people give us so yeah, yeah, yeah. we boxes Sweets. we started eating them yeah. and then it was like oh christmas cookies are out people invite us to parties and it's like i want to eat sugar so much to the <laughs> point to the point where there were days in december where i was doing my job and for those who don't know i'm in i'm in sales so i would be in like hamilton and i wanted sugar so bad <laughs> that i was googling like cool donut places yeah, in yeah, hamilton yeah. which is you know sidebar kind of cool because i got to go try like you know monster donuts and mama or granddad sure, donuts. Sure, sure, i never sure. would have gone there but it was sugar was so much yeah, in yeah, my yeah. brain yeah i wasn't looking for lunch yeah yeah i was, was looking your next for high man where can i just keep <laughs> this sugar going yeah. and then it got bad to the point where i was like okay i'm gonna get one now yeah oh it's like three for this oh, i'll just well. get like yeah and then i'll just have a couple for later do you know do you know i think it's off of king something there's, there's like a mini donut what is it? it's near king and like bathurst area it's like one of these back streets it's like a little in toronto there's like this little uh donut shop and it's like minimum five like minimum you can get is five when you really want one little ring donut you know no you're just like ah, fuck i just it. go glory hole yeah <laughs> like literally i know it sounds yeah. gross but it's a donut place yeah, yeah, people. It's good, it's good. and then also like cookies I was like getting so much of Craig's cookies. Shout out to them. Yeah. Freaking got so many points to use, but I can't touch them anymore. Yeah. And those, for those who are listening, is yeah. like they make homemade chocolate chip cookies and then they put something in the middle. So it could be like a candy bar. It could be like an oh, Oreo. Oh, weed or something. No, like or like oh, okay, a big, okay. oh, like have you ever tried like a Boston cream inside of a cookie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, That's it's crazy. totally not good for you. <laughs> like you're eating 500 calories a cookie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like having two or three of them. So yeah. now it's about like resetting, getting yeah, all yeah. that off my, yeah. off my system and yeah. like cleansing myself a little bit of like too much family time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, maybe not resolutions, but like, what do you have planned? What do you, what do you think this new decade, this new vibe has um, for you? I don't have any goals, any yeah. resolutions, yeah. any Actually, that's a lie. I want a promotion at work. Sure. That's the only thing. Yeah. But personal life goals and all that, I've got nothing. Nothing. You're just letting it flow. And that kind of scares me in a way. Yeah. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not challenging, you're not moving forward, sure. you're a little bit dying inside, it right? Means, yeah. It's move it or lose it. So like whatever that is, your brain, your body, your learning, emotions, everything. But I did a lot of stuff in this past decade. Yeah. To the point where, like, I don't know, like, I'm not, it's not like new year, new me, new bod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, I did yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I, and I know I can, like, I, right now I know I need to cut a little bit more, but yeah. I know how to do it. I've yeah, done yeah, it before yeah. to yeah. the point where that's a calculated move now for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's not a goal. Yeah. That's like plug and play, do that sure. and be, be good by March or February even. Sure. I just don't know personal goals, like what yeah, yeah, yeah. that is for me right now. I would say, I would say to sum that up, it's like, I'm, I mean, I'm a year older than you. I'm 35 this year. Oh, I'm 35. You're turning 35 this year. I would say it's like, nah, I'm turning 26, turning 26. I would say it was like 10 years of experimentation, like extreme experimentation. I know for myself, you know, after teacher's college, you know, doing that a little bit and then going to teach for a little bit. Like when, at age 26, I was just thrown into a whole different world, you know? And then I just been trying to like figure out all of it since then. And I think only now, and I wouldn't say it's necessarily the new decade, but it's kind of cool to catch it now 
when I didn't catch it before where I'm like, okay, the last 10 years I've done a lot, experimented a lot, fucked around a lot. You know what I mean? In every different way, however you want to frame it. Um, and now it's With like, chicks. no, no man, whatever. But like now it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm kind of done with that. I'm kind of over that phase where I'm like looking for novelty in work, looking for novelty in experiences, looking for novelty in like, you know, humans and stuff like that. Now it's more of like, okay, let's like really lock in and like really fucking take off somewhere. So <clears throat> work wise, sorry, in, in terms of like work wise, in terms of like relationships wise, like for me now it's simplifying. So I don't know how that, why that is but like it's totally coinciding with 2020 it's because simple when you're younger it's about experience it's about growth it's about trying new things figuring out what's what you like figuring out like yeah. figure out what road to take yeah and when you're young and you find it like mm. you know you like you used to say that person's washed this person's this no i find that when you're like, tw- let's say if you were younger and you you if you did something, it clicked, you liked it, you're you're dead set, that's it. Yeah. Some people did that in their mid twenties. Yeah. It followed them all the way through. Someone yeah. like you and me, however, we just kept experimenting, experimenting. Now we kind of know what we like. Yeah. But we've done so much. The yeah. little bit of a burnt out feeling from like yeah, trying yeah. everything. Yeah. When you kind of know which direction and path you want to take. So when it comes to like a new year, new goals, it's like, well, I don't have anything I really want to do or change yeah but i might have something i want to perfect yeah there's something i want to keep getting better at yeah but there's nothing new to add to this anymore no that's exactly and i think you're you're hitting the nail on the head and i think just to add to that is that like you kind of get thrusted into different positions yeah in places and and you don't all about getting thrust into new positions (laughs) and you don't want to say no to new experiences or new ideas because they're new and you're like oh cool this might be something bigger and different so for me shifting gears changing you know jobs changing not jobs changing careers you know relationships all that stuff like you kind of like are set on the next thing and now it's like okay i've gone through a lot and now it's about perfection perfecting simplifying and perfecting so i'm really excited for that and i think that what that's what is going to be this year i Um, think the perfect way to say it is you want I think you and I both want to grow in a very settled way. And what I mean is, is like we, we have objectives in our personal life, career life that we want to obtain. Like I said, I want to get a promotion, Mm. but I do. And that's, I'm settling for, this is the lane I'm going in and this is what I want to keep achieving and keep going up that ladder, Mm -hmm. you know, married life, home, home life, all these things. But I don't feel the need to like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read every single day. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not trying to adapt sure, new, sure, sure, new sure. habits to my life anymore. Sure, sure, sure. I just want to perfect the ones that mm. I already have. I think, um, yeah, and I think that comes with like you going through it. I think with me, I go through phases of like learning versus doing, right? So like right now is the doing phase and like, you know, I have stacks of books sitting there and it's like so many of them are sitting there and I haven't even cracked them open. But I know that at one point I'm going to pick that up and it's going to change my life because that's just what books generally do for me. But I would say that the thing that's the thing about the holidays, especially at this age, what makes me realize is that like that, that it's simplifying, it's doing stuff like you said, perfecting. But I think the key thing is that the thing that I learned or at least embraced more so now in the last little bit is that life is like like a single player game 
right? Word to Naval, word to like these smarter dudes. Like it's you versus you. And what, what I mean by that is that like when you get kind of thrusted into family situations, you start comparing each other, you start, you know, jotting down notes of where you're at versus other people or they start judging you and there's all this other stuff. But it's like that stuff is not real because that's stuff that you get exposed to during these times of holidays or whatever events but generally through your life like i'm done chasing like what other people think i'm done like wondering where i compare myself to other people and like it's been the most liberating and freeing kind of like way to look at it i'm not looking at metrics made by other people i'm making looking at metrics that are like from my own and this kind of comes only if you really kind of like want something and you're going to like take the steps to do it. If you're just going to kind of like be washed and like, you know, have your career and then like, like live for the weekend or whatever, that's fine too. I'm not mad at that. Like live your life and do whatever it is, but you have to decide at one point, like, okay, like where, where am I taking my life? Like you see this calendar, this life calendar. And you for should those, explain it. Yeah. So, okay. Let me just throw this in. So I have, um, shout out to Jeppy. He got this for me for my 35th birthday. So shout out to him um if you go wait but why is like this um dude or you know this website they have this thing called a life calendar and like literally it goes from zero to 90 years and like the whole calendar shows your life and i'm at 35 so that's almost halfway you know halfway is 45 so i'm just under halfway and when you look at that and you're like yo my life is gonna end i'm no longer worried about how things look i'm worried about what is the thing that I want and, and no one else's bullshit is going to like, you know, like is not, is going to deter me from, from getting there. So this is a great segue because one of the questions I pulled up, um, actually talks about comparing. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll get into that for one second. We'll get into that for one second. Is there anything else you want to talk about for, for your own holidays or things like that? And then we could jump into questions because it's only been 18 minutes in. I know, but got... it's a, it's a good segue. We shouldn't, we shouldn't dear. <laughs> okay. Away so, now. um, a lot of people enjoy, when we answer questions. So I guess uh, we'll jump in and do that. And for those who are questioning or wondering where these questions are from, sixyearnapples.com. At the top, there's an ask button. You can throw in your comments. You can ask questions. You could do whatever. Um, send a voice note. These are all, yeah, or you can send a voice note to ask.harman at gmail.com. Uh, these are all questions that Raj P has checked off. Since this Tumblr has existed, I have over 25,000 questions. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are silly but we're going to take an approach to actually go through the ones that we think are worth talking about and we'll see where it goes so so what is this question you have here so on the topic of comparing yourselves yeah someone asked on the blog why do we compare ourselves to others so much is this an embedded nature of our parents generation whenever i catch myself doing it i feel disgusted with myself on top of already feeling shitty for not being at the place or having the thing, the person I'm comparing myself to. Mm -hmm. I feel like women do this much more than men. So what are your thoughts? The question here, I think the better question in here is that um, how can we remove comparison, even though it's ingrained in our society and our parents are pieces of shit that continues to I, do I that? Think, I think men do it just as much as women. I think that women are more vocal about it though. And women kind of are a bit cattier with it. That's that's what I mean. That's the, they're they're way more but, snarky. But men do it in a different way. Yeah, but we get mad at ourselves and we try to go do something. We yeah, don't we like, get mad at we ourselves. We don't try to bring the other person down as much. 
No, we get mad of ourselves and we try to do something and change ourselves to compete at a, you know, on the same yeah, level yeah, yeah. Um, in different ways, Yeah. right? Um, what it comes down to, I don't think, I get the, con- I get the point where this person is bringing up their parents. Yeah. Is this, is this subject to your parents and your culture? Yeah, I get it. Like a lot of Desi culture is like, you know, we get- It's a reactionary is what it is. Right. But I think that is because in in the, so talking on the culture aspect, that's because parents are insecure with whatever wherever but it's they al- are. It's also because when they came here, generally they had to react to society, right? Yeah. Don't know the language, don't know what's up. They have to kind of find their way. It's They're insecurities. Kind of like, well, yeah, it's also that's also food, clothing, shelter, right? So you're just literally trying to find out how to make it. Whether you're educated or not, you're just trying to get settled. You're just trying to get sorted. So you're not necessarily um, looking at other people so much as you're trying to get yourself sorted. The moment you're self-sorted, that's when you start looking at other people like, all right, can I be better sorted than the other person? Or are or, they better sorted or, than me? Or, or you is may my not, kids going to be better sorted be than sorted. the other people? You may not be sorted. And therefore, you're pushing your kids to be better. Yeah, right? 100%. It, but one hundred percent. That's your parents. That, let's put yeah. that aside. Okay, yeah. that's culture. That's fine. Let's 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 sidebar that. Yeah, I think it's just human nature. Like we talk about this new year, new me. People mm-hmm. putting down goals. People comparing to last yeah. year. Comparing yeah. to their friends. And yeah. don't get me wrong, that happens very much so when people do their goals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. It's I want to be like this, or I want to find a job. And when you Whatever the case is, why do you want to find a job? Like, yeah, what is it? Yeah. What are you chasing after? It's probably because someone you know has a good job, has a career, has whatever. You're trying to compare yourself to them. Being fit, yes, it's a personal yeah. life achievement, but someone has obviously made you feel crappy about yourself, your self worth, your feeling, and now now you are starting to feel like, man, I should be more like this person. Well, it's you feel crap yourself because you're not getting the things that the other person has. Right. So if they're healthy looking. And then they have like a great partner. You're going to be like, oh, I suck because of X, Y, Z. So it's not necessarily the thing. It's the, it's, it's what the thing brings is what gives you shit. What makes you feel a bit shitty about it. Right. And what I'm trying to like, and then going back to what you and I were talking about previously about this being a new year and kind of feeling focused on like, we, we don't really have goals per se, but we want to get better at the things that we're currently doing. And that's because I feel like we've stopped checking and comparing ourselves so, to others so what it actually is and this actually ties everything together is the last 10 years for me from 25 to now let's say 35 is that i was able to build my internal scorecard right yeah you got to test and tweak and you got to define who you are for yourself right and you got to kind of look at life and be like all right cool do i care for this no i don't care for that do i care for this and you have to like go through it you either have to go through it and hit a wall or you have to decide at one point or you read a book or you date the wrong person or you end up in a shitty job whatever the case is you kind of get bounced around in whatever capacity and then at what point you're like okay this is my internal framework right and i think most people live life reactionary and don't have an internal framework, internal scorecard. And I would say this is the parents' culture that we talk about where the parents come in. They don't really have an internal framework because they're just worried about food, clothing, shelter, and surviving. And then they th- thrust like uh, an expectation on their on their kids, on whatever, without building a narrative that helps develop the kids' narrative. But right? I, so, I think it's not our parents. I think, I think people are using their parents no, as an man. excuse. I truly think, no matter where you are in the world... Yeah. This is truly like a nature versus nurture situation where 
like well, parents said, are the nurture, right? No, no. Like I said before, like remember, the nature I used, is having I used to survive. the example of like you know we knew people who are in their mid twenties and all of a sudden they're very settled. You know, you see they make the comments like they're washed to this. They knew what they liked. They were just perfecting it. They were just happy with what they had. Those are people I think that stopped comparing themselves to others and wanted to become better as the pe- person or the people that they were. And I think what this person needs to do is literally figure out who they are. And the fact that they still keep comparing themselves to other people just says that they have maybe not truly figured out what their likes are, what their dislikes I mean, are. It's, what easy, it's, it's I'd like the other podcast. It's easy to tell someone to figure out what they are, figure out who they are. It's easy to say it, but I'm saying they haven't experienced enough things to know yeah, 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 yeah. what they truly like. Because yeah. when you do, right, when you do hit those experiences... You're not comparing yourself anymore. Well, yo, man, we went to this outlet store and like I'm continuously comparing myself to everybody that I saw. And it sucks because it's like I don't want to be the guy that looks at everybody and looks down at everybody, right? To what they're wearing, to how how they look, if their vibe is right, all that kind of stuff. It pisses me off when I'm in a place and I start comparing myself to other people where I'm judging them. And this is where maybe I'm on the opposite end of this person where they're feeling shitty about themselves, right? But it's like... When I'm judging other people, it's usually something that I'm not happy with for myself. And the reality is, is that me judging that, and like I said, I'm on the opposite side of this woman, it's still a conflict that I have within myself. For me to not be able to be free and just enjoy myself at the outlets for what it is, is an internal thing that I have to sort out. I'm not saying, I'm not making a... Like, and it sucks because I don't yeah, even know how to do that. I'm this not is making the stuff a that I have to sort out. I'm not now. making a judgment on you, but I'm making a statement by saying like, is it weird that like I didn't notice like i know i know there's a lot of people i can yeah, yeah, i'm not stupid yeah yeah and it's annoying to be yeah, around yeah. that many people sometimes yeah. but i didn't notice anyone individually i think they were just all blurs see i notice everybody individually and i think it's because i'm so like like the world as, as it exists doesn't exist the same for everybody we, right. we consume what we consume we create what we create we eat what we eat we hung out whatever the case is this is a place similar to like where like i would say with my family where i like i have to kind of like take the mini l's whatever they are you know so it's super crowded it's super messy um you know there's like not enough like inventory let's just say so like you're putting in a you're putting yourself in a place where you have to like reach or you have to like deal with what's in front of you right and i think the challenge that i face is that i don't very often put myself in places where the challenge is external right like a lot of my challenges are internal eating better working out reading learning growing you know the business whatever the case is these kind of things but it's never like dealing with the world external and i think that is something that um probably isn't good it's like a tunnel vision that i have which is like i can say to myself is better but it's maybe something i guess you know that you have to learn to accept so you know coming full circle into this conversation going to like like she's this woman's being compared and feeling shitty about herself i'm judging and feeling shitty about myself so it's like opposite ends you know of the same coin type of thing yeah, I, I, I just think so. That, really, it's about like, what is it? I don't know. And this is, I guess, me asking you a question now because I'm trying to think about this. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm no longer better than this person. Like, I, sure, I have more understanding of who I am and I have my own internal scorecard. But now, is my internal scorecard like shitting on other people? But do you, 
Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But is it? it do you find like there's something locking? Well, you... no. It's it's kind of similar to what the story that you were telling me about when you your family came over and like you know you had a rich doctor who was now shunning and talking shit about everybody else. You know, with politics and things of that nature. It's kind of like now you have judgment for the world, right? So it's kind of like well, that, how does that was work? that's a different scenario because it's still the same because it's like you looking at your internal scorecard, being like, look, look how much status I have, look how much wealth I have. And then you then flexing and giving your opinion for other people and how they should live. No, no. My, well, you used you in the two different contexts. You, in, in that setting, it was me. It was kind of like I'm playing the social justice warrior. No, no. I'm talking about them and yes, what they were saying correct, for themselves. Correct. So and I'm saying they're on the opposite end. Like where now it's like it's one is yeah, being they compared were comparing to themselves to Everybody other else. people and and expecting everyone else to kind of be where they are wrong. Exactly. It's, that's that's not I'm the saying. way the world and works. that's what I'm trying to like, I'm just in this conversation realizing I'm kind of doing the same thing, but from the But you know end. what's funny? Uh, that that couple specifically, that sure. my cousin's husband, he's not happy. Yeah, well, there you like, go. Like I, I know 100%. Yeah. And I always, me, we, me and my rest of my cousins always joke because he is rich, very well off, but he is always comparing and always seeking for approval mm. within his own circle of friends yeah, yeah, to yeah. the point okay we go to their house yeah um they serve wine yeah do you like, do you like the wine do you want more i have i have a red do, have it, do they have, have a charcuterie red, board like, as well yeah yeah but do you like that no do you want something else? do i can make you this like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always like that yeah, then on top of it, we justifying know, themselves you know we know and it's like oh do you like these jeans there's seven of all mankind that's what they said. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> Seven like, of all mankind. Yeah, or whatever. I'm like, wow, yeah. great. He's like, yeah, I got, I got my Harry Rose. And I'm like, great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I got mine from the Gap. Yeah. I'd say, right? Like, I got mine from like Alibaba. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't care. Of course. Right? And you'll try to tell me and compare brands and tell me things. I'm like, I don't care. But you, but he is asking me because I'm younger. Seeking approval. A little bit more fashion sense in him in know, but yeah. like he wants my approval like he's doing the right thing or oh i know he knows everything about suits so now he's gonna tell you about things mm. but he's only do, at that stage where he's learning all this to compare with his friends and his circle mm-hmm. he is truly not at a point where yeah. he is confident in sure. where he is what he is whereas like my cousin showed up in a ugly christmas sweater from h&m yeah, yeah. and i'm like why are you wearing that yeah. like we don't do ugly christmas sweaters for he's like yeah no i had to wear it for work and then like i bought it for like 30 bucks i figured hey well i might as well get another use out might of it as well get you know what i mean like he's just he doesn't care yeah he's yeah. that thugged out where it's just like so let me ask you a question so this is this is actually the better part of the conversation that i enjoy so the the, uh, the cousin who didn't care right um you you would say he's happier in life i say he's happier because is him, he more washed, quote unquote? He is. He is. As you like to say. I would say he's as, he's not as wealthy, but he is as wealthy because they, you know. He, as comfortable maybe. Yeah. And he knows how to spend it, knows how, where he wants to save it, knows what he wants to do with the, the money and like, you sure, know what sure, I mean? Sure. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, his, his enjoyment isn't on clothes. Isn't yeah. that, I mean, he does want to wear nicer things sure, sometimes. Sure, But he doesn't also care. Sure. You know, he can wear a plaid shirt and rock it, you know, from Walmart. Like it's a $500 shirt mm. and that is someone who doesn't care to compare themselves materialistic things to someone else. Sure. Um, but happiness to your mm. point is relative, right? Like it's, I am someone, yeah. I've always been someone who gets happiness from materialistic things. Yeah. As sad as that is to other people, it's true. Yeah. I pride myself and get enjoyment knowing that I'm wearing or having something that other people don't have. Mm. Right. That makes me less of a human being. <laughs> 
for a well, lot of ways. I want to give you some credit because I think this is a this is a thing that I can make clarity of. You're not you might be a hyper materialistic person, and I would argue that I am myself, but you're not a hyper consumer. Do you know do you understand yeah. what the difference is? Yeah. Like your one sweater right now, the John Elliott hoodie that you're wearing, you fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? You've like you've seen me in mine for five years. You've been envious. You're like, this guy. Now it's not even cool anymore. But for you, that was a thing that was like, yo, yo, I want that thing. Wait, wait. And now when you wear it, you feel like a million bucks because you're like, you know what? I didn't spend dumb money on some dumb shit or wasted my time. This is the thing that I'm going to indulge in. And then you savor it. You enjoy it. You pace it. You don't make it like, all right, next week I need a new fix. This is the thing that you're going to be with. I know I've said this before on this podcast. I still want a three series. Yeah. Because in my mind. That's when you made it. (laughs) Yeah. Because in my mind. Entry level BMW is when you made it. Because, because unlike other people. Yeah. Who had that car or even a five series handed to them. Sure. For me to go and get one on my own. Yeah. Even if it's a five series, doesn't matter. The point is for me to get it. Yeah. Is like a check mark. It's like, it's like a, I feel good about it because like, I know I wanted this since I was a kid, since Mm. I was 16. Mm. That's that's all. That's literally more than 15 years. Sure. And like, I know I've wanted it and it will feel really good. Mm. Um, and yeah, going back to it, I'm comparing myself to other people, but yeah. I'm comparing myself in a way where it's like, I did it for myself. I have a yeah, self-worth. I think, I think that though is different from what I was trying to give you credit for. Now you're, it's, it's still one of those like status signaling things that you're trying to send where like, look, I can finally afford a beam or like F you. And, and really that that's going to fade. You know, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like for me, at age, 15, which is why I haven't 16, bought it for the last three cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I still love like just to use that same example. I love you know the E46 M3. That's like my favorite whip. I love the CSL wheels. I love you know six-speed manual. I love all that stuff. Or you know what I mean. And so for but me, you haven't practically bought one. I've never bought one, but I love it because I understand it. I know the culture of it. I love the Laguna Seca color. Like I know so many details of this consumer product, but it's not for the status of it. It's for the beauty of it, you know? And one of my young friends fucking at age 21 bought, got one, you know what I'm saying? And like, clearly he couldn't afford it on his own, but that's okay. But the thing is I sat and I drove his car and I was like, this thing is so fucking beautiful, but it's, it's like deeper. I don't know. Maybe this is where I'm talking about where I'm like the hyper materialistic person where I like, I love like beautiful things, but it's not to say that I need it or I want it or like if I don't have it, I'm not defined by it, you know? And like you were talking about laptops, you were talking about how they're so expensive and like, you know, I still have this stupid Blackberry because I'm like, I'm not defined by like this particular material good that says whether I'm good or not. I'd rather have like a better bookshelf with better books. You, you, you know, do not have a bookshelf. Like I'd that. rather judge you by the books that you read type of thing. So I guess, I guess just to like, I know this is the one question we've been working on and I'll just sum it up here where it's like, the sad thing about this girl is that she's being thrusted into other people's expectations rather than building her internal scorecard. And I think it's just a fact of life. You have to build that, you know, slowly you build it at the pace that it comes and you're going to constantly refine it and constantly you're going to feel, you know, weakness, seven of mankind genes when you're, you know, no, you're not going to feel weakness. You're going to love it until you find it's, out. It's, it's until not, you find out that seven of all mankind genes are shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many other. <laughs> so, brands. yeah. So, I mean, this is just, I guess something you got to live with, but I think the key thing for her is recognizing that she does that. And I think most people live life 
unexamining the fact that they actually have that hyper comparison or the fact that this is happening to them. So I think kudos to her to actually recognize it. I'm sure that whenever she answered this question or sorry, wrote this question out, she felt that and I'm sure that she's had to process it more. Uh, I know that me when I'm around family, I'm constantly like aware of it and I have to like fight it even more so. But I think it's just something that you continually work on and just be the person that is aware of it, right? I think awareness is the key of it. And so just keep at it. There's nothing really else to say. I like this one a lot because it's deep. All right, next question. So this lady got married, moved to Brampton, now lives with her husband and the in-laws. It was a love marriage, but due to the issues between the in-laws who are now getting a divorce... She's grown very distant from her husband. Yeah. She feels as though she sacrificed family, friends, and her education. She feels sad all of the time, Mm -hmm. and she thinks she might resent him. She's constantly thinking of divorcing him so she can go on um, and figure out her own goals and achieve her dreams. It's been a year and a half, but it still feels like 10 for her. So should she stick it out or move on? This so, is crazy. So deep. she's saying the her husband's in-laws are getting divorced? Husband's in-laws are Damn, getting divorced. And that's like some weird shit. In, and like all of this. So think about it. Like she moves in to love marriage. All of a sudden the in-laws are fighting all the time. They're getting divorced. Through that whole process, obviously it's brought out different sides of her. Different, Obviously different sides of her husband. Yeah. Different side of that family. Now, she doesn't even know if she loves her husband anymore. Mm. She wants a divorce. She has left her family. She's left her friends, uh, her education. Yeah. She obviously wants a change. It's been a year and a half. Nothing has changed. The feelings of that are still there. Yeah. Should she stay or should she leave? Well, I I would say the first thing, you need to go find a therapist. Truly. (laughs) No, it's not not a lot. What if you can't afford a therapist? No, it's not a lot. You find a way to afford it. It's... You need to talk to someone is what you're saying. You someone who understands. Talk it. Yeah, you need to talk to someone who understands it. You, remember, like I was saying, I enjoy writing. Like I found like whatever your outlet Expressing is. Yourself. Yeah, you should, this person needs to find that because talk, marriage, talk through it. So marriage through, is yeah. very difficult. Yeah. So, so let me ask you a question. You're not getting what you want out of your relationship, your, your marriage. Would you divorce the situation. I'm not saying I'm not no. I'm not saying I'm not saying like would you divorce your wife because no. I'm not trying to put it there, but I'm saying that for you, do you fight it out or do you can you if you're not getting what you want in life, so do you have an exit strategy or are you trying to or are you trying so to work I through it? Hid, I hid ways to talk to my wife because I couldn't find ways to talk to her because I felt I felt oppressed. Resent. No, right? oppressed. To talk to her because I thought in fear she might get mad. I can't talk to her a certain ways. Like there were challenges I would have for a so while. So you felt you were, you felt repressed. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was the word I was looking for. And and to the point where I then started getting comfortable talking to her, and we found ways to communicate with one another, and it opened up. It opened up a lot of those. So those so if I can so if I can ask have. you to be clear, you had a fear that if you brought your worries your emotions to her 
that it would cause disruption in the wedding. Sure. Uh, sorry, or in the marriage. It would, it would cause disruption sure. in the marriage. And that was your biggest fear because you didn't want that. Because I didn't know how to talk to her. I didn't and know so this... at the cost of the marriage, you repressed your own wants and needs. Correct. Okay. So how did you overcome that? By figuring out how to talk to her. So what's the like? So what's the time span of like fig- of, of figuring this out? From actually, you know, from like going to a therapist, from finding out, you know. So you went to a therapist. Yeah, finding out, and I like it, and and finding out one's inner problems. Yeah. Inner struggles. Sure. Um. So you weren't out, even able to communicate with your wife about your inner problems and no. struggles. No, because I was I was scared and I was fearful. So do you mind if we talk about that a little bit? Because I because because I feel like the people who would ask these questions. Or maybe people like you in the sense that like, you know, the person's right there, but there is a fear. There is like a blockage of not being able to sure. communicate. So and, like, and what I was have, that process? Listen, can you, can you, hold, can you really no, tell wait, us wait, what wait, that wait, process wait, was wait, like? Wait, wait. And also my family life isn't the greatest for my wife. Like the way my parents can be, it's very challenging for a new person to come in. We don't sure. live with them. Yeah. But even spending a little bit of time, it can be annoying. They can say the wrong thing. They can sure, sure. they can be a lot. So all of those factors played in, mm-hmm. right? For me, it, it was very uncomfortable, very awkward going to someone, talking to someone. Forget about paying them, but like literally expressing your emotions that you have locked inside of you. Yeah. But I'm, what I want to know is that like from the time you identify that this is something that you think and feel where you're like, I can't talk to my wife because I'm scared. What was the process like from you to get from that part to from where you were able to communicate with her? Like, what was that process? What were you thinking? And how did you actually get to the point where you're like, okay, let me go talk to someone externally. I I don't even know, but I can tell you that it came from writing Okay. It came from like being so it able took, it to. Took, it went from you having to take the step to express things to yourself first. Yeah, and it took and it took for me to love myself. Okay. Figure out the things I like. Figure out and and like spend more time doing so, me things. Like very much be comfortable within my own skin. Know what I like. Know what I don't like. To the point where you can feel confident and to say to something or someone. I don't like this. I don't want to do this. And I but want. this is now getting a little bit confusing for someone like me listening because you have conflict. Let's just say in your marriage, there's issues. Not right? conflict. Well, you said you repressed whatever you were thinking. So you had fear. So there is a level of conflict there that you're not addressing. But it's not in the marriage internally. It's an internal struggle. Of, of, so conflict in the marriage can be an actual fight, physical like argument, right? Some sort of conflict. Conflict internally can be like a personal so you had self-conflict in the marriage. Correct. But what does that look like is what I'm trying to understand. Because I don't know what that When means. you can't say something because you're worried about how the other person will react. So you're too much worried about the reaction mm. as opposed to sharing your emotions, sharing your feelings, working through them. Like, yeah. you know, the true reality is you are going to do things. You are going to like things. You're not. You're going to disagree on things that the other person will agree or disagree on like you are going to be different so in that time when you felt fear like you were afraid of what the other person would think um and you always want to you know like i've said this before i have this feeling of i always want to please everyone mm, right okay i get it and so it's a lot of these struggles and therefore figuring out these these challenges Did you think you would let her down if like you brought up something that yeah and if i did something i wanted to do like you know she's not gonna like it and then like you know like did you think she would like leave you or something like that like did your mind take you did no your imagination i don't know go like to that level or i don't know i just 
just got to a point where personally it was it was a challenge for me and i can say and this is why to this person i'm saying like go to therapy first yeah, yeah, yeah. because i think in this person's reaction like oh should i just go for a divorce like, what do you think like no it's a I lot don't of think unprocessed so. kind of like yeah like emotions. this person is damaged right now mm-hmm. they they've just sat in that household they've watched their in-laws get a divorce They're just reacting to all this shit and it's so hard for a woman to go from this is my home my parents i live here my sisters and my siblings my brothers and the boom i live in this other house now and like yeah as opposed to living with just your significant other who you fell in love with, right? Like, Or even just do, going through the process of dealing with yourself first. Right. Yeah. And you're just thrown in that. Thrusted, yeah. Right? And that is such a challenge. And and so I think that if this person wants a divorce after therapy and whatever, that's okay. That's fine. That you've, 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 you know why. But if you never go to therapy mm. and try to figure out these problems, yeah. you might get a divorce, realize you screwed up. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. Or two, you might be happy that you got out of that situation, but you have never fixed these dents that sure. you now have in your emotional life. Sure. That's and a great way to put it. it. It's so hard because how will you ever be able, like imagine this person now, they figure out they're going to get a divorce. They go out there, they find someone new. If they, that person says like, hey, I want you to come with my parents. Hell no, I'm not doing that again. I've done that yeah, once yeah, and yeah. that's bad. You don't know what this this family is you like. Don't know shit. If she meets someone and this person says like, hey, come live with me. No, I like you, but I don't ever want to live with you. Mm-hmm. I want to live, you know, I want to live yeah, my own. Yeah. You live on your own. Like that's not healthy either. So you need to fix and heal whatever this is because yeah. there's obviously some sort of emotional barrier that you need to break through. I think the way that you've said it makes total sense. And I've used this analogy to talk about things in my own personal life. But it's like if things happen to you, let's just say things life has happened to you you're in a shitty situation. You're at negative one, right? Yeah. You can't jump to one. You can't like escape this shitty thing, get a divorce and then go marry someone else off. Sorry. Or you can't escape this one thing and then jump into another relationship thinking that that relationship would fix it. Or, you know, divorce this person and be like, I'm going to be single forever. Or divorce this person and be like, I'll never deal with another family member again because you might find a great person or you might be in a situation where it requires you to deal with family. And like, if you have this emotional pain connected to your previous situation, you're not going to get any growth. And like you said, you're not going to develop. So negative one, like you said, get therapy to gets to zero, get to zero. And you might find get to that zero. when you get to zero, your husband is also at negative one or two, yeah. wants to get to zero with you yeah. and realizes like, shit, like these situations have screwed up me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get back on track to how things were. I love you and I want to be with you. Like yeah. you and this person might be surprised, right? Yeah. Like, that's why she should go. That's why her husband should go. Maybe and she family, can't force her husband. She can't her, force yeah. her husband. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe this person might. And yeah. so I think that's step one. Yeah, yeah. Getting to zero is the thing. And then from there, you can go over the hell you want. And you know what the thing is too? You asked me like, how was the process? What is it? Sometimes there are problems that you have internally that you just, you feel weird calling up a friend and talking to a friend about it because... If I told you there was something that you feel I, embarrassed, embarrassed, but not just that. If I start telling you things that like does that maybe upset me, your your 
opinion I'm gonna judge of her. her. I'm gonna judge the shit out of her. Yeah, and then what's gonna happen? That's not good because then but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk shit or I'm gonna be resentful. Do you remember when you're in high school? Bring this back. Remember when you're in high school and like you think about bringing up with that girl and like you start complaining to your friends and, you're, yeah. and all your friends are like, oh man, she's annoying. Yeah. yeah, she does do that all the time. Get rid of her. Get rid of her. Get rid of her. That gets stuck in your head, yeah. and all you start doing is seeing the flaws. Yeah. But you're so young and that you don't think it's like a forever thing, anyways. You don't yeah. really want. You already your mind's already set like ah well I'm young I'm going to explore and this was never going to be a forever thing I'm off I'm I'm leaving this yeah and that's because you're letting outsiders influence you yeah you can't do that yeah and then the thing is if you go back to the situation and then you know all your friends hate her anyway so you're like ah this is this is stupid because you're never going to be in a place where you're at peace so that's it hundred percent so to- I think you said it man get to zero that's the key getting to zero. On that note, I want to end this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions or comments, hit us up, 16apples.com. Uh, there's an ask button. Throw your nonsense in there, good, bad, whatever you want to say, we got you. And if it's worthy for us having a conversation, we'll throw it online. If it's worth having a conversation, you know, we'll bring it up in the podcast. Uh, Raj P has this thing where he wants to hear people's voices. So if you want to send a voice note, go ahead and do that. Ask call. Harmon. Call. No, we don't have a call in. Uh, it's a podcast. Har- Harmon's gonna post his BBM uh, uh, <laughs> Ask QC Harman. code. You're gonna message him on BBM. You're gonna download that app on your smartphone, and you're gonna <laughs> message him on BBM. Ask Harmon at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and you can just throw your questions and just voice note whatever it is. Uh, one last note: uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on Apple what's it called apple podcast um and also soundcloud so wherever you find your podcasts we will be there sixunapples.com peace